Hello. Welcome. Welcome to Here to Inspire Radio. I had a few problems logging in, so I do apologize for the delay, but I'm so happy to be here, happy to be back on the air, happy that the sun is shining, and thankful that it's February 13th, and that we're going to talk to you this evening about stress reduction techniques, especially during times of uncertainty which none of us are able to determine when the time and uncertainty is going to pop up. So I've been away for a while. I'm, again, I'm super-duper excited to be back on the air. Um, I have a special guest this evening, Mr. Kazembe Abena, and we're going to just kind of have a conversation about ways that you can redu- reduce your stress level um, d- when things come up in life, you know. If nothing else, what uh-uh. What we can be certain of is that things are going to come up in life. The only consistent thing in life is change. So what do you do when those things come up? You know, how do you manage it? You know, how do you manage not to lose your mind or lose your cool or just say forget about it? Or like most of us do, we'll just run on autopilot, autopilot, just keep going, 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 and then our bodies break down. And then our bodies force us to stop and take a break and say, you know what, I need to reevaluate what it is that I'm doing. You know, often we don't look at illness or sicknesses or uh, even simple colds that pop up in that manner, but it's the body's way of slowing us down. Slow down, you know, don't move so fast. Stop moving so quickly. Take some time out just to breathe. So many of us are sleep-deprived and um, you know, like we're lying down, but we're not really getting rest because our minds are so active and we don't know how to slow them down and stop and just take some time out to. So I'm really excited about this show this evening. I know that there's been a lot of stress going on in the world, um, particularly with uh, the government shutdown. I know we're open temporarily right now, but things could change again at any moment. And that's been stressful for a lot of people. A lot of my, I have several clients that work for the CDC and that, you know, were out of work for for weeks. And that's been very, very stressful for a lot of people. And that's something that they have no control over whatsoever. There's nothing you can do about that. So that's kind of how life can unveil itself. And what do you do? You know, what do you do when things pop up that you have absolutely no control over? How do you handle that? So I'm excited about introducing my guest, um, Kazembe Abena with Divine Resonance. He's a Reiki master and amongst many other things, and I'll let him expand on that just a little bit and introduce himself to us. But um, I'm going to bring him on the line because I know he's been waiting patiently. Let's see. Kazembe, can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me? I hear you wonderful. How are you this evening? I'm great. Thank you so much for inviting me on your show, Aisha. Thank you so much. Pleasure to be here. You're welcome. Welcome. I'm excited to have you here to give some people some tips. And let's talk about some ways that we can, you know, reduce our stress levels and stay well during these times of uncertainty and the times of change. But um, before we get into that, can you just introduce yourself to my audience and just let them know, who you are and what you do. What do you bring to the to the community? 
be happy to, be happy to. So uh, and thank you for that pre-introduction, uh, Aisha. I appreciate it. So my name is Kazim Bebena, everybody. Pleasure to be here. Um, I am a Reiki master teacher, uh, certified Reiki master teacher, certified tantra professional, and also certified health coach. Uh, my, my two focuses of what I do is energy work, like Reiki. Reiki is just one of, of, of many different types of energy medicines <clears throat> that can be used. And my other focus is intimacy. So I do some other things okay. in regard to that as well, allowing couples to connect uh, for a deeper, more fulfilling uh, relationship. Intimacy um, starts with uh, being non-sexual because it starts with education and it starts with communication and understanding each other. Um, yeah, I've been doing this for over eight years. I'm originally from Portland, Oregon. Um, living down here in Atlanta, Georgia, and I actually went to Clark Atlanta University uh, and received an undergraduate degree in psychology. So I right. to L.A. for a number of years. Yeah, I did the acting thing for about 10, 10 years and, I'm, and came back, came back to the ATL. So I, I'm actually located here, uh, as is my uh, practice in East Point, Georgia, about 10 minutes south of downtown. Awesome. Now, I know I heard you mention that you are a, a Reiki practitioner. So for people that are not familiar with what Reiki is, would you mind just um, giving a little bit more information about what that is? Absolutely. So the understanding is, is that first, when you're talking about any sort of, of holistic practice of which Reiki is, Reiki, acupuncture, acupressure, meditation, yoga, all these are considered holistic practices because by and large, they deal with the entire body, what I like to call the four-body system, uh, your physical body, your mental body, your emotional body, and your spiritual body or your energetic body. So the understanding with mm-hmm. Reiki is that we are all energetic beings first, primarily, and then we have a physical shell. Now, the issue is that we are cleansing ourselves and we're clearing ourselves. We're taking daily baths to, to deal with our physical body. If we're really good, then we're doing also some things mentally, which we'll address today in terms of stress reduction, making sure that we're happy, et cetera. And Mm -hmm. if we're doing really what we should be doing, we're really taking care of our energetic body, um, and we are clearing ourselves energetically slash spiritually, but there just aren't a lot of people that do that. Well, Reiki is a God-force energy, uh, that uh, is considered feminine in nature in terms of it um, working through the body subtly but yet profoundly and deeply. Mm-hmm. And it actually just helps to raise the, raise your vibration. And what I mean by that is I think all of us have been around people, and let's say that person hasn't said a word to you. And you're like, wow, this person really, I'm just getting some, some, some weird vibes from this person. I just don't, ah, they didn't make me feel uncomfortable. Okay, mm-hmm. and you could be around another person where it's like, wow, this person just, they haven't said a word to me, but I just like their energy. Well, this is what I mean by vibration. You know, this is what I mean by vibration. It's really not as mysterious as we think. We actually deal with it every day. And so Reiki actually allows you, allows a person to uh, vibrate higher and, and, and have a more pleasant mental outlook and a more pleasant emotional state 
and then have more energy, et cetera. So it's a very simple hands-on technique that's, that's applied via uh, massage table with the hands-on various parts of the body. The client remains fully clothed, and it can take anywhere between 15 to hour and a half, depending upon what you're, mm. what you're looking to do. So, so that's what Reiki is. It's not tied to a religion. It is just about positive energy and healing of the body energetically first. Because the understanding is that if you take care of things energetically first, then you, are, you have a much better chance of preventing those things from affecting your mind and your emotions and your body. Sure. makes It makes sense. And I personally have had Reiki sessions um, before um, from others and from yourself. And I can attest for them. They help whether I'm dealing, have been dealing with physical pain, like headaches or menstrual mm-hmm. cramping. I've had Reiki sessions done for that. That kind of helped just move that stagnant energy along so I wasn't feeling that anymore. Mm-hmm. Or just feeling emotionally low also, Absolutely. you know, just not feeling at my best and have had a Reiki session and just feel rested and renewed, you know, and particularly if there's any type of release that occurs during the session. So I love Reiki, and thank you for taking time just to kind of expand on that a little bit. Um, so just Absolutely. to kind of get into the meat, the meat and potatoes of our show, uh, stress reduction techniques during times of uncertainty. So what types of tips do you have for the guests? you know, that you want to share in terms of um, what you personally do for stress reduction or recommend to your clients, particularly during times like that they don't have any control over, a death, a a divorce, uh, being fired from the job, you know, laid off from your job, your money's on hold, et cetera. Okay. All right. Well, let let me first, if I can, real quick. um, Sure. Do you mind if I kind of run down some, some quick stats here real quick? about stress? Oh, no, please. We're okay. here to share information right. with the community. So, that's more. Right. go ahead. Wonderful. So, um, some information I'm going to read off quickly uh, is based on statistics um, that comes from 2010. Uh, it says that, uh, and some things are going, to be pretty, are going to be pretty widely understood, but there may be some interesting notes of statistics here. So, uh, it said that 40, 44% of Americans have report, reported an increase in stress in the last 10 years. Mm. Um, it said that most Americans are suffering from moderate to high stress. And that uh, study was done by the American Psychological Association. Uh, mm. Stress has been linked to depression. Stress has been linked to chronic disease and obesity. Um, and loneliness has also been linked to stress as well. There's a relationship between loneliness and stress as well. And also wow. another study, yes, another study in 2010 showed that about 45% of people said that they regularly or frequently feel lonely. That's nearly half. Wow. <laughs> Say that they regularly feel lonely. And this so is not just speaking to people that are alone either. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. And it actually, I'm glad you pointed that out, Aisha, because in the study, it, it actually noted that. It said, listen, this, this is not about people who are not in a relationship. This is whether you are in a relationship or not. So right. that's, you know, that, of course, deals with intimacy and connectedness and those sorts of things that need to, that need to also help with that. 
Um, loneliness is a very interesting statistic. Loneliness increases odds of an early death by 26%. Wow. 26%. Wow. That's more than a quarter. Yes. Yes. Wow. So if you're trying to live to, to 100, you know, just throwing something out there, then, you know, there's a chance that if you are lonely, you stay lonely for extended periods of time throughout your life, you're looking at 75. That's, that's huge. That really got me. So I just want to throw those things out there just so that we understand, you know, where we are with stress and how it's affecting everyone and so, and, and so, so that people know that they're not alone. A couple of the right. things uh, of how stress affects the body, uh, headaches, muscle pain or tension, chest pain, fatigue, change in sex drive, upset mm. stomach, sleep problems, insomnia. That's how it affects your body. Some ways it affects your body and how it affects your mood, anxiety, restlessness, lack of motivation or focus, feeling overwhelmed, irritability or anger, sadness or depression. That's your mood. In terms of your behavior, overeating or undereating, angry outbursts, mm-hmm. drug or alcohol abuse, tobacco use, social withdrawal, exercising less often. Those are just some of the things that can affect areas of your physicality, your mood, and your behavior. I just kind of want to lay groundwork first. Okay. Mm. Um, so it's, you know, stress is, is a big deal. And I've noticed that in my practice that stress uh, has become, even in mainstream culture, much, it, it, it's become a focus now because people and, and also even corporations are understanding that if they deal with stress, and address it with their employees, that they'll simply have, it'll affect the bottom line in a positive way. If they have happier, more well-rested employees, that, mean, that, will, uh, that will most more than likely mean a higher output and more productivity wow. from their employees. So they are actually bringing in companies uh, deal with wellness for their employees on wellness days. And, and I've actually... I was working for Fulton County for a couple of years in terms of offering Reiki and energy medicine to these employee wellness days for the for Fulton County here in Atlanta. And so, it makes sense. Uh, I mean, when you're more relaxed just overall and you're not absolutely. worried about little bitty things, you are absolutely. more productive. You want to do more, absolutely. you know. It's absolutely. very stressful and difficult to be productive when you're just worried about everything all the time, you know, worried about making enough money. How are you going to pay this? How are you going to pay that? You know? Absolutely. That's Absolutely. And it really is. And, and I want to say this too, that we have to understand that society at large, we can't expect in our employers to give us a break or give us time off. Mm-hmm. Uh, holistic health, and self-care, which is really what stress reduction is about and holistic care is about, starts with you. So you have to make it a priority in your life, yourself first. You can't wait for life to give you a break. Just as you were saying in your introduction, Aisha, you know, change is the, is the, is the premier constant of the universe. So you can't mm-hmm. wait for life to say, okay, hey, we know you've been working hard, so we're just going to put everything on a halt today so that you can get some rest. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen. So we have to make a conscious decision. So to answer your question, one of the ways is making sure that your, your spiritual self or your energetic body 
is being served. So whether it's Reiki, whether it is meditation, whether it is yoga, yoga is great because of movement. Some people need to lift weights. Weights works for some people. Some people it's tennis or it's hiking or it's basketball or it's football or whatever. And some people it's yoga. Yoga is great because it allows you to be centered in your body and the movements for the most part are either static or they're slow. Mm. That's really important because when you are engaging the body, the mind moves quickly. So even when I'm working on people, I start with the head first. And if I'm touching the head, I touch the head very slowly and very lightly at first. That is to appease the head, appease the thoughts, and get the mind to slow down. If the mind can slow down, then the body will follow. Mm-hmm. So yoga is real good. Meditation is real good. Sound like you want to say something on that point, Aisha? Yeah, I was just thinking that's key. I had a client just today who was speaking about how he doesn't sleep and mm-hmm. um, like how – and I'm trying to talk to him about meditation or just taking some time to focus on his breath before he goes to sleep. And his mm. response was, well, it's not even that I'm thinking about anything in particular. You know, I'm just not asleep. So I'll start watching TV and just explaining how even though you don't feel like you're consciously thinking of anything, you watching TV is still your subconscious mind is at work. It's receiving the information. So it's still thinking Absolutely. to a certain extent. It's just not conscious thinking, but you're still thinking. So it's still hard. It's it. still chatter going on in the mind, even if it's the people that are on the screen. It's their chatter, Absolutely. and then your thoughts that come up as a result of you watching the chatter, too, whatever it triggers or reminds you of. So that I was just trying to, you know, get him to see that, and I don't know if it connected with him or not, but still watch, sitting up That's watching TV, point. listening to a podcast, listening to tell, any, listening to anything. That's feeding your subconscious mind. It's still mind chatter. That is a fantastic point, and you're absolutely correct. There have been studies to show that if you that it's really important to get off of social media, your i.e. your computer or your smartphone, an hour, preferably two hours before you go to bed, because you need to give your mind a chance to slow down and to ease down. So what he's probably doing is sitting in bed. You know, and I and I said I said laptop, you know, computer or smartphone, but also obviously the biggest one is TV. And then you're turning off the TV and you're trying to go straight to bed. Well, your mind is so active, like you're saying, as you said, Aisha, your mind and your subconscious is still active. So to expect yourself to immediately go to sleep, some people can, but mm-hmm. I know people, and I'm one of those people. Most people cannot. So another tip is read a book or do meditation or something before you go to bed, but don't look at the TV, you know, give yourself time, at least an hour or at least 30 minutes, bare minimum, really an hour bare minimum before after Mm -hmm. looking at TV or your computer screen or your smartphone before you go to bed. Also, to sleep better, if you have a TV in your room, consider consider unplugging it. Consider unplugging it because – and don't have your smartphone so close to your, to your head on your nightstand. Have it at least five, preferably ten feet away. And if you can, unplug mm-hmm. that as well or even better, turn it off because those, those waves are affecting your mind subconsciously. Those waves are affecting your mind. Which a lot of people don't even realize that there are 
ultra low frequency waves that are coming from these devices that we sleep with often. A lot of people sleep with their phone right next to their heads in the bed, not thinking about the fact that there's still (laughs) there's still information flowing. Yes, absolutely, and it's keeping you up. One of the worst things you can do is go to sleep with white noise in the background of the TV. That's one of the worst things you can do. It's one of the worst things you can do. Um, So you have to give your subconscious mind a chance to rest as well. So uh, other stress reduction techniques, take a walk. Take a walk outside. Take a walk outside. And let me say this about meditation and walking outside. First of all, a walk in your meditation. My grandmother used to garden a lot. I realized as I got older that that was her meditation. So, in other words, choose something that truly allows you to be calm and that brings you joy. That's the first yeah. step. Um, and also, you don't have to do it for that long. You're not trying to mimic a monk up in the Himalayas somewhere, you know, trying to do things for hours on end. Simply 10 to 15 minutes a day is fine because – but it needs to be consistent every day so that you train your body to be in that state, that meditative state often so it becomes familiar and it will regularly slip into that state, which means your body is used to and your mind is used to slipping in a state of relaxation and calm. So it's about regularity as opposed to length of time. 10 to 15 minutes a day, once or twice a day is fantastic. And if you do that regularly, I guarantee it will, it will increase from there. And the types of meditation is, hey, listen, get a CD. There are many CDs or even on YouTube where they have running water or they have certain uh, sophagial frequencies or certain tones that you like. If something gravitates to you, go ahead and use that for 10, 15 minutes before you go to sleep. Very, yes, very and I was going to – I'm sorry. Go I ahead. also was going to no, no, speak no, to – Recommend that as well is, as one of the stress reduction techniques as is, like you said, walking or just even going out, just being out in nature, period. Be surprised just how much stress comes off the body, spending 5, 10 minutes, 15 minutes being outside amongst some trees. And how, Absolutely. I mean, I, I was uh, feeling a, a little emotion, uh, emotional and creatively stagnated earlier in the day. And I had to just stop what I was doing. The sun was out and just, hey, let me go and take a walk. And definitely yes. within 10 minutes, not even 10 minutes, seven minutes of the walk, I felt I felt much better. You know, 15 minutes Absolutely. into the walk, now the happy endorphins are released. And now I feel Absolutely. happy and grateful that I took this time from my body. Absolutely. Fantastic. Yes, I agree with you. Yeah, and I'm, unfortunately, we have probably about five more minutes to the show because this is a quickie here. And so I just wanted to uh, wrap up and just get some more stress reduction techniques out there that you can think of and share your information on your website for people that are interested in possibly having a Reiki or a Tantra session with you. Okay. All right. Great. Let me give a couple, couple more uh, real quick. Um, find someone to talk to. Uh, a lot of us um, someone who's not going to judge you. A lot of us keep a, th- keep a lot of things held in. I tell my clients all the time when they come to me, this is a non-judgment zone. So I, I feel that 99.9% of the time we have to be PC. We can't say what's on our mind because of this or that reason, uh, whether it's job, family, you know, church, community, et cetera. So find someone that you can really talk things out with, uh, whether it's a, a good friend, 
an elder, a therapist, whomever. Just, just there's no shame in that. Find that. That's also a great. That's also great. Again, find a find a hobby. This is in addition to meditation and or meditation. Find a hobby. In other words, find something that brings you joy. Find something that brings you joy. One of the things I discovered with my clients is that if they're stressed out, I find out almost invariably that they're not taking any time for themselves and they're not giving themselves any joy. Well, if you don't give yourself any joy, how do you expect to not be stressed? It just doesn't work like that. So you have to give yourself joy to feel joy. Do something that you enjoy. All right, well, let me, before I, I get more long-winded, let me give you my content information. So, again, I'm located here Real in quick, East Point. Real quick, Oh, I'm sorry. Sure. I had a little delay there. I just wanted to piggyback on what you were saying before we, um, before you go. Um, mm-hmm. One of the other things or the final thing that I was going to personally recommend was the importance of just taking time out to take a salt bath. Salt dissolves mm-hmm. so much, so many negative ions and negative energy that can be in the body or just yes. in the environment. So yes. taking the time out, you know, some people haven't bathed in years. If you can just take five minutes, ten minutes yes. in the tub, and it can change the way that you feel. Not only is it exceptional for muscle release and relaxation, you just feel better when you get in emotionally. It, it can help charge you. Absolutely. It's like taking some time out and jumping into the ocean. And how good you feel when you uh, get out of the water, even if it's cold when you first get in there. So I just wanted to recommend that. There are many, many of us that do not bathe. It's just feel like, oh, I take a hot shower. That's how I release. But it's completely different than bathing. And if for some reason you don't have a tub and you can't bathe, then get some salt. Take some salt into the shower with you and rub it on your body. Just kind of scrub your body with it. And then rinse off in that manner, and that's an exceptional way to release some stress. So go ahead, Kazenda, give them your information, your website, and um, so people can get in touch with you. All right. All right. So let let, let me piggyback on that real quick. Uh, In addition to that, um, aromatherapy is real. So there are particular scents that allow you to relax. One of them is lavender, of course. My personal favorite. Yes, yes. Uh, spray those, you know, get a, get an essential lavender spray and spray it on your pillow or burn the oil or as, you know, as you, Aisha, as you just said, put a, put a few drops in your bath water and take a bath in that. So that's awesome too. Burn, burn incense that also carries your, one of your favorite scents. So there's some, those are some things that can also help you relax the mind and just explore and see what works for you. Here's my contact information. Divine Resonance, you can find me via email at Divine Resonance, D I V. I-N-E, Resonance, R-E-S-O-N-A-N-C-E, L-C, at gmail.com, Divine Resonance, L-L-C, at gmail.com. I'm available for meditation groups. I'm available for individual uh, cleansing sessions, clean sessions of breaking energy medicine, Intimacy for couples as well, so them with intimacy awesome. and also intimacy with groups. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kasumi. I don't want it to cut thank you, you off, but this, I thank you for being my guest. You guys tune in next week to Here to Inspire Radio, and you can find me at Here to Inspire Info. Take care now. Bye bye. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Kasumi. Thank you.